0: to connect to the community of The Endless Honeymoon Podcast, and also to connect to your lovely hosts.
1: Welcome to The Endless Honeymoon Podcast. I'm your host, Natasha.
0: And I am also your host, Moshe. We're married, but not for long, because we got into a big fight today, didn't we? Didn't we, Tosh? Yeah, We want to uh, solicit your opinions. Once again, we can't figure out any of our own conflicts, and we would like our listeners to figure it out for us. Natasha is leaving me.
1: For a a month. For a month. month.
0: For a month. Yeah, sorry. Uh, To go film a television program in Atlanta with a very sexy French chef. Uh, Actually, too sexy. Not Not in a way I like. And I've had his food. It's real good. You're sexy. I am, but I'm not French. And I cook well, but not like that. You know what I'm saying? anyway i guess what i'm saying is i hope you don't sleep with him hey But honey, you know what if you do moshe
1: you'd be a real rat
0: please what
1: um i have a question yeah why don't you present the case
0: <laughs> okay i was i was doing it in my way <laughs> long-winded as the french say long-winded
1: well because you're making all these jokes about it but really i was very angry
0: Okay, I thought I'd maybe do a lighthearted version for a comedy <laughs> podcast. Okay, sort fine, of my, fine. My strategy here—that's good. Uh, she's leaving for a month, and the way that I—I I am uh, uh, ex- scared, obviously, to, c- to care us uh, ex- exclusively for the child for the entire month. Uh, and the way that I started strategizing that uh, fear is, oh, I'll take my child on some adventures. Uh, that's sort of what I need to do. That's how I how I kind of. Parent when I have a lot of time to myself as I try to take her out, because sitting at home trying to be engaging with my kids. You don't like
1: doing crafts.:
0: Exactly, not my strong suit. So I'll go take her out for a hike or I'll take her somewhere. And anyway, I wanted to take her on a couple of camping trips. One of which, first of all, one of which is with two other dads who are bringing their kids and one of which is not with two other dads. An
1: all boys night and he wants a camping trip and he wants to bring the three-year-old daughter.
0: The three-year-old daughter. Yeah.
1: That doesn't sound fun for her. There's no no other kids. Right. It's just a bunch of dudes like, what are you going to do when they all want to like drink beer by the fire and like go on hikes and you've got like a three-year-old with you?
0: I thought, now this is what I was thinking. When they want to go do something that isn't compatible with the three year old, I thought that I would one of two things. Um leave her in the truck, right, with like a, a highlights magazine, or that I would hang out with her and watch my child. That was what I was thinking.
1: Well, I just feel like that seems like there could be a lot of danger and you know, I'm already really stressed out that I have to leave. So I would appreciate it if you didn't take her on a boys camping week.
0: Here is the advice that we would like to solicit from you, our fair listeners. Is there anything weird about it's at it's at a national park, so it's not like we're going off into some backcountry BLM you know guns a, guns are blazing there's rangers and stuff and it's in multiple sites so it's basically a, a group of my friends are like we're all going to this national park on this weekend if you'd like to come come join us and i was like
1: no other kids
0: no other kids although there'll probably be some kids at the park and we're gonna go camping and at- there's a
1: cor- like coronavirus and then she's gonna like play with random kids at a park
0: well anyway you're changing the thing okay is, go. is it good that there are no kids or is it bad that there are no kids
1: I think it would be good if there were other kids. And but they other have moms.
0: coronavirus.
1: Okay, well, I'm just saying random kids.
0: Okay, well, here, okay, but all those kids don't have coronavirus. Oh, I didn't mention that part of the story. None of the kids that go to that park, particular park have coronavirus. I know it. I'm serious. I just talked to the Rangers. They just told me. <laughs> they said, not this park. We're a corona free park.
1: Okay, so talk me through it. And then you guys, like, you so, hang out with all the dudes and then a three year old child.
0: Yeah, mainly I'm there to hang out with my kid, but I'm also- Sounds
1: like a sitcom (laughs) that ends badly.
0: Oh, it's like a horror sitcom, you mean? (laughs) You mean it sounds like a horror movie? Is that what you mean it sounds like? Anyway, is that weird? Is that weird? To go like my friends are going, so I'm like, oh, that's an excuse for me to go camping. There's already a site that's already been reserved that I can stay. I'm
1: sure at- your friends will be smoking and doing drugs They're not and drinking be smoking and, and doing like- drugs
0: and drinking, which is
1: fine. But like, why well, have a three year old there?
0: Because I get the chance to go to a national park and hang out with her, and I get to hang out with my friends. I get to do it all. We all have fun.
1: But I'd rather you wait until um i could go with you somewhere
0: right but they also camping no but natasha takes up
1: a lot of energy the
0: rangers told me that that they have a no coronavirus policy and a no wet blankets policy all right well well i I was hoping for a hearty laugh at that one but well you're genuinely angry at me i guess
1: no i'm not angry i just um curious what people think (laughs)
0: okay (laughs) This is a fun vibe for sure. Uh, write us. Let us know. What do you think? Is this a weird plan? Am I tripping or is she? My perspective, she's being worried for no reason. I'm going to hang out with my kid. I'm going to watch her. And the fact that there are other people that I know there that aren't bringing their friends is pretty immaterial.
1: Aren't bringing their kids.
0: There are no kids. These I are not know. these All of these are, these are my 19-year-old friends. These I don't are, even
1: know who these people are.
0: These are my TikTok friends. They're all influencers. <laughs> they're cool guys. They make a lot of money. They got rich from the internet. They all have Lambos. <laughs> They're cool dudes.
1: <laughs> but I don't really know who they are. Um. Anyway, yes. Write
0: us. Tell us. Let us know. Am I tripping here? I don't think I am. It's a national park. What difference does it make? that It's not might- least
1: like your only chance to go to the national park. Why do you have to do it while your wife's shooting in Atlanta and you're like... You've got to then drive with a baby, like a four-hour drive. But I already
0: told you the reason why. It's because you're leaving. Right. I need to go take her a place and have some fun with her and go look at big trees and go swimming in rivers. But
1: can't you, like, go to the park for the day?
0: The park for the day? It's a month.
1: (laughs) I know, but you could take her to like a playground every day. I probably will
0: take her to a playground. She has
1: school every day. Like, why do you have to go on like some kind of weird male camping trip with a three-year-old? First of all,
0: what is a male camping trip? That's
1: what I'd like to know.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, the reason why is because it's a deeper, funner experience to go on a trip with your kid than it is to go to the park. Now, I don't know what kind of neglectful childhood you had.
1: (laughs) We definitely didn't go on vacation.
0: Well, all we ever did was go camping. That's the other thing. I'm very experienced in the woods. I'm not I don't do dangerous stuff if I have a three if I had my kid with me. It's not like I'm going to be like strapping her to my back and try to like you as, don't, ascend a sequoia tree.
1: You don't think she needs to wear shoes by the campfire. That's not
0: true. Or
1: you don't care as much if she goes out and you right. also think it's okay for her to kind of run around wild. Yeah. I know, but like she's only 3, so I don't really feel comfortable with just one parent on a boys' trip, and then a child in a national park where you're like, "Run free!" Let she's me ask she's you, got it, and let she's me ask only three. You this,
0: let me ask you this: Would you feel comfortable taking her if on a trip where it was a group of your girlfriends and you? Yeah, probably. Oh, so it's but not no, about, I would never. Oh, do that. bust! No, you're busted. you're busted. You're busted. You're busted. You're busted. You said one parent. You didn't mean one parent. You meant the dad. You meant dad. You meant dad. Case closed. Please write in. Let us know what you think. Who's tripping here? Who's tripping? Who? Maybe that's the name of this uh, episode. <laughs> Who's tripping who? Um, in the meantime... Let's hear a secret. Let's hear some secrets.
2: Hey, guys. Um, super big fan of the pod. Just want to leave my secret because it's something in my chest. Um, so last summer, I was living back in California. And during the summer, the only COVID-safe way I could find to have sexual encounters with people was to pose as a woman on a dating app where a lot of straight guys were and just operate a glory hole on the nights when i wasn't doing anything in particular and no one in my house knew i was doing that so i would have guys come over and uh have fun with me at the glory hole thinking i was a woman even though i totally have facial hair and um my main part of the secret is that one of the guys i blew is a friend of mine from high school who i still see on like social media regularly (laughs) and he posts a lot and sometimes i just see him being really cute and i like want to tell him that he came to my glory hole last summer but i know that that would probably not end in a positive way so instead of telling him i'm telling you and uh thank you so much for having this outlet
0: all right have a lovely night you guys all right i love this what a
1: wild life
0: a lot of questions i got
1: (laughs) wait is the glory hole just for his butt for his mouth they think it's a woman's mouth
0: well that's one of my questions like (laughs) Uh, we talked I think last week about um, about on our secret dump about uh, 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 being catfished into like meeting someone in the the parking lot or something like that like thinking that that was a real woman was foolish but like this is another level of cognitive dissonance that a man will put himself through no woman is ever going to say come to my wall put your dick in the wall (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I will suck your dick without ever saying hi or hello. It's just not going to happen. Maybe in a... P-
1: oh, but that's why he was so busy.
0: Yes. He was saying he would go pretend to be a woman and like a hot woman who's just like, what I like to do is to just have a guy just stick his dick in the wall and I'll suck it. And Because he,
1: he wanted to suck dicks all night long?
0: He wanted to suck dicks all night long. And ah. he, you know, he's probably stroking it, you know, or whatever. But the point is, all these guys on some level knew it was a man on the other end of the wall. Had to know. No woman is that horny. Women are horny and very horny, but not horny in that way. I'm not saying it's never happened. Women
1: I'm... are not glory hole hor- horny.
0: <laughs> glory hole <laughs> horny might be a contender for the title of this week's uh, episode. Glory hole horny. Yeah, exactly. Wow. My other question. Do you have any other questions? No. What twisted logic did this guy go through where he thought that the reason he was doing this was to stay safe from COVID-19? It's like, why is that COVID safe? I guess because there's a wall? I mean...
1: People don't have COVID on their dicks.
0: I guess not. Is that... I mean, yeah, I guess you're right. if,
1: if, if, If he had it, if someone like slobbered all over your dick...
0: Yeah, that's right. I guess he wasn't worried about you that. You could probably
1: get COVID. You
0: could probably get it from a slobber knocker, yeah. <laughs> um that is very funny and very um it,
1: it, it's kind of inspiring.
0: Wh- I would like you to call back and to explain I need to know some more of the uh the choreography of this glory hole. Where was it? Was it a was it a a, a hole that you bored into the apartment door that you lived in? (laughs) Did people walk into the apartment and then put their whole, where was the glory hole and how how did this work? That is crazy.
1: Yeah, I'd like to know some of the logistics too.
0: And final question. Yes. Is this ethical? Now, I really would like to, what do you think? I want the listeners to write in too. Is what he did like- Yeah, I think so. It is?
1: They asked for it.
0: From a woman-
1: I mean, okay.
0: What do you tell me? What do you think?
1: Well, don't you just kind of know you're kind of gambling on the internet,
0: right? They, 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 they took the risk of this of the cognitive dissonance of the woman, the glory hole person being a woman. Would they get what they get? Kind of a thing. Yeah. I'm. It seems unethical, but I also love it. I mean, what a horny little fella. <laughs> And the thank you, thank you. This is the kind of secret that I feel like I... That
1: turns Moshe on, clearly. That turns me on. <laughs> I
0: really would like to know more of the logistics. <laughs> and by which I mean the address. <laughs> I okay. mean, there is something kind of hot about the anonymity of it. It's just like, you gotta know that if it's a girl, glory hole, it's probably not a woman on the other end.
1: I'm not really trying to suck dicks for more than like 12 minutes.
0: Um. Okay, yeah, I guess. I guess that... I mean, for me, that's at least not that's nine comes, so that's plenty. I'm multi orgasmic as well, and I premature ejaculate. Should we hear another secret?
3: Yeah. Hey guys, um, I'm leaving the secret that I've only ever told one other person in my entire life. I don't even know why I told him. Um, so yeah, okay. So I have been having sex since I was fourteen. Um, and through that, nobody, none, no sexual partner I've ever had has ever been been able to make me orgasm. Um, and I think that is because I, um, a cis, not het, woman, um, have resorted to only watching gay porn. And I have, I've come to the conclusion is that I get like an attitude when I'm single and I don't like watching straight people like enjoy themselves. And I believe that like... Porn is more genuine with two males. I don't know. It's weird. But I think I've I've conditioned my body to only be be able to orgasm from gay porn. And I obviously can't tell any of my partners that. Um, So I think I'm just going to have to deal with the fact that, like, this is my reality. So, yeah, there you go. Two other people and a whole bunch of other listeners now know that. Bye.
1: Wait, she's gay.
0: She's gay. She watches gay porn. She watches gay male porn. Okay, and has a psychological connection between watching that and an orgasm. And that's holding her back from being able to have orgasms with sexual partners because she's not looking at the stimulus that she's used to, that she's connected. And by the way, I have some advice here. I have heard that sometimes you can get to that, f- that level where something that you're looking at, or that's what fetishes basically are, where you, your brain creates this sort of synaptic connection between the stimulus and the orgasm and convinces itself that you can't have the orgasm without looking or thinking about that specific thing. But, um, I have heard that you can retrain your brain in that uh, away from that, that you can, you can, you know, by, I, I like by stopping for a while until, I mean, that would be my advice is that you stop looking at gay porn. Don't masturbate to the gay porn until you have the orgasm with your partner. And then like your synaptic whatever maybe will rewire itself. Or why not find a freaky lesbian that wants that is down to watch gay porn with you while you guys have sex? You two women have sex and you watch two men on screen have sex and then
1: I mean that might be a hard pit hard pitch.
0: Yeah, but there's gotta be somebody out there that will do it. You gotta have an orgasm with a partner that's better than the porn orgasm. Got to. What do you, you. think?
1: Yeah, for sure. I think that's good advice.
0: Yeah. I feel like there's a sex therapist out there that can help you break that cycle. Gotta be.
1: All right. Let's hear another one.
4: Hey, Mo. Hey, Natasha. Love the podcast. So I have a secret. 10 years ago, I moved home after college for the summer and decided to go out for the weekend with my boyfriend Anyways, I got a call from my aunt. I moved home with my aunt and my grandma, and she told me that my grandmother was in the hospital, that they didn't know what was happening, that she thought that she was dying, and that was super confusing because she's actually super healthy, super strong. Um, she's, like, never had a health issue, and uh, I was really sad, really confused, and I asked what was going on, and they're like, we don't know. She just kept saying, like, She felt like she was dying. Maybe the doctors think it's a heat stroke. Nobody knows what's wrong with her. So I was super sad. So I went home the next morning and I went to my room and I noticed that my weed chocolates were (laughs) eaten and I started to freak the F out. Um, She totally is like one of those grandmas that will walk into your room and snoop around and apparently eat your chocolate, weed chocolate. So, oh my God, I felt so bad, but they had just released her from the hospital after being overnight saying they found nothing wrong with her. And my family's kind of against weed, so I never told anybody. And if I did, I knew that they would like completely disown me. So my little secret, she looked a little out of it when she came home, but poor thing, she has definitely never done drugs in her life. And uh, yeah, so that's my secret. She just turned 91. She's doing great. Love you guys. Thanks.
1: Oh, I love the idea of a hearty grandma. I want to be like that.
0: <laughs> she's
4: like it was
1: so weird that my grandma was sick she's so healthy.
0: I would call that secret a uh a a graver. <laughs> that's a take her to your grave right there. That's a that's a po- uh, podcast only. That is an awesome secret. Man, that's good. Yeah, she that's... overdosed her grandma on edibles. And imagine what it would feel like to be 91, never done drugs in your life and all of a sudden like an overdose because that's clearly she also she, ate, probably all fainted the, or she something ate all the chocolate at once. So she's just imagine the sensation of being high, that high when you're 91 and never done drugs. You would think you were dying.
1: I wonder if she liked it though.
0: Well, I don't know. Have you I, I I've never really done edibles. I only smoked. Um, and isn't there a way to feel, don't sometimes you feel absolutely terrible if you eat too much?
1: Yeah. When I was in Amsterdam, they would have these chocolates and they're like, make sure to not eat the whole thing because what happens is people eat like half and then it doesn't work right away and then they eat the whole thing and then they like jump out of an art museum (laughs)
0: because
1: it all hits them at once.
0: That's very funny. It's true. Um, well, that brings me to my pitch. That I have pitched on the podcast before, but nobody seems to think is viable business, (laughs) which is one dose brownies, which is it's a quarter. It's a whole brownie, but only a quarter of it has weed in it. You eat the whole brownie, get high. That's our that's our motto. Eat the whole brownie, get high. Anyway, no one cares. But wow, 91 year old getting high, not, not knowing that she's been high, but thinking she's dying. That is really good, man. I love it. I love that secret. Not as much as I love you.
1: Thanks. I love you too.